Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Geriatric Goddess podcast. Today is June 19th, 2022, and I am your host, Christina McConnell. Last week, we took a glimpse into feng shui and how it can help you and your loved one. This week, we're just going to look a little further. I am going to keep it short since we went quite a bit over last week, and I just want to build on this concept of feng shui and how it can help your loved one, whether they're living in their home or they're living in a senior living facility, because there's so many benefits. Everything in this universe is energy and it cannot be created nor destroyed, but it can be transferred. And so we just want to get this good chi energy flowing throughout ourselves and our homes. That's going to affect our sleep, our health, and just our overall wellness. And so we kind of looked at the basis last week of what feng shui is and, you know, taking care of the senior citizens and extending love and support to them is very much part of the Chinese culture and is the foundation of the Chinese belief. In present times, most people would find that they do not have the time to take care of elders at home due to work or peer pressure. Many elders may feel neglected, hurt, or lonely sitting at home. Sometimes the lonely feeling and age-related health problems engulf them, and at times it would even behave like a child being stubborn or refusing to cooperate. This is not their fault, but to a large extent, it's the contribution from the immediate environment which makes them respond that way. So keeping the elders happy and giving them love and care is not just a part of Chinese culture, but it's also it, it's the only way that one can show gratitude and thank them for whatever positive contributions they may have made in our lives of the younger generations. From the feng shui perspective, the home should make the seniors feel happy, healthy, and balanced. There are many ways that one can bring about a change and make this space more harmonious by focusing on the health throughout, uh, by using feng shui, that's going to give them that comfort and peace in their environment. So a little bit last week overview, this ancient Chinese practice of balancing the male yang and the female yin energies and the elements of wind, water, fire, and earth can bring about great changes in an individual's life. Such energy and vibes surround us at all times and feng shui teaches us how to diminish the negative while enhancing the positive energies in our living space. I, I've seen as we're working on this in my office right now, where in our new space, we are actually really being mindful about how we place the desks, what we place on the desk, how we decorate it, what colors are there. And so the same thing is going to go for your home, for your senior living space. And we just want to give you guys some feng shui tips that are going to make a difference and help you lead a healthier life. So. Feng Shui help gives special consideration to the living room and dining room as they play a significant role in deciding that our health matters. You can place quartz crystals along with healing stones in the living room that can significantly enhance those positive energies and healing vibes of any home. Uh, you know, sometimes people recommend candles and incense burners. Obviously, that's not going to happen. And a senior living space. They talk about it attracting positive vibes, ensuring a 
healing atmosphere in your house for all those inhabitants. Again, I would highly advise against that for seniors, but maybe for yourself, uh, just for safety reasons, for getting to blow out candles. Candles can also be toxic. So be very careful there. Uh, a safer route would be more doing the aromatherapy, which we briefly talked about in the last episode. You can get, get a diffuser for your loved one at almost any store and depending what the goal is, you know, you can get lavender oil to put in it for calming. You can get lemon for uplifting. And so you can do some reading there. Maybe we'll do an episode on essential oils and different ways we can use them because that's going to also be a whole nother uh, healing modality that can be used and stimulate in the senses. Uh, so the other one that I'd go to is amber is really potent as it's a healing gemstone. And you could try to uh, hang a bead of amber from a, a light or a fan in the center of a room. And then last week, we kind of also briefly talked about wall colors. This can be hard. Some places in senior living facilities allow you to paint, some do not. So the wall colors for the senior citizen's room depends upon many factors like size, shape, ventilation, sunlight, etc. However, as a general thumb, uh, rule of thumb, I want you guys, if the room is large and airy, you can think of using shades of green, which represent wood and compass direction east, and it's said to enhance growth and vitality. If the room is small, then shades of soft different pinks represent the fire element and activity would be good. In case the room is narrow, you can adapt white, which is a neutral color, and bring in colors of green and pink through decor, furnishings, bedspreads, um, you're also, you know, we talked a little bit before about how there's, uh, there's eight kind of sections on the feng shui diagram and there is a health section. So what you want to do is the primary element of the health section of feng shui is earth. So placing a potted plant in a ceramic pot or a painting or picture of a mountain in this area is to improve or maintain good health. You can also put some fire elements here because the fire helps to create earth. Yellow, gold, and other earth tones are good for this area as well. So, uh, for example, yellow daisies in a white uh, vase can help and brighten up your room as well as your spirits. And we didn't get to before to go into some of the dangers of that for health and some of the big no-nos. So let's look at a couple of things to, to avoid. So in feng shui, you never want to put any uh, tall uh, columnar objects in the center of your home or office. These tall items can re represent a tree that's digging into the earth or a metal rod digging out of the earth. Think of these types of objects like a shovel, both uprooting and disturbing the earth. So we don't want to uproot and disturb our health. We want to have it grounded and solid. So for instance, tall metal or wooden bookshelves or tall lamps. Could be dangerous to your health in this area. So in buying or remodeling a home, this isn't going to apply for senior living facilities, but I have seen it in houses. I've actually almost bought a house once with spiral staircases. Please try to stay away from them. These, there's no other object that can drain energy or chi faster than a spiral staircase. A spiral staircase is like a tornado funnel that just sucks up everything and uproots everything in its path. In this case, um, it might be the energy in your home or business. So, uh, and I think the biggest thing that we need to put emphasis on that is really easy and inexpensive is 
for optimal health, you want to have your living space absolutely free of clutter and make sure that you have a clear path to get around. Our seniors don't need to be stumbling on stuff. If uh, you have a loved one who struggles with hoarding, I, I really recommend that you get them into a counselor and maybe work with an agency such, um, I know there's a franchise called Caring Transitions, a company like them that is going to help come in and declutter a space and that's gonna be worth every penny or maybe you start slowly with working with them and a counselor because sometimes they're so attached to those objects, you can't just go throw them away. And, and so hoarders is a completely different subject. It, it's an illness that can be very challenging if you're dealing with it and you want to be able to create a safe environment for them but one that's also energetically clear so you don't want all this trash and junk blocking energy from freely moving throughout their home or their room in a facility uh, it's kind of like equivalent to you don't want cholesterol and calcification deposits blocking blood from moving through to your arteries and veins when you have all this clutter and all this crap in your room or in your house, it is a blockage. So we want our systems in our bodies and in our homes just to flow uh, with ease. So, and if everything else fails in feng shui that we've gone over the past couple weeks, I know it's a lot, not everyone is able to go and make all these immediate changes. Do small ones where you can, you know, use uh, thrift stores, yard sales, uh, and uh, you know, Goodwill type stores maybe, there's Ross, there's TG Maxx, and go into the stores with intention of maybe finding some of those specific items for the environment. Not to collect though, because we're trying to avoid that. So if nothing else, keep that house or that room as clutter-free as possible, as this is gonna be the most effective and the lowest cost thing that you can do for your health. So get decluttering. As I continue to go through these feng shui classes and get certifications, I'm gonna do more episodes in the future because I think there's a huge benefit into not just clearing our space and creating an environment around us, but also creating, the, there's so many other health benefits, you know, around seniors with eating and, and the colors of the, the kitchen and the smells and, all of that that's going to enhance. I know a few weeks ago we talked about the loss of appetite. Well, there's things in feng shui that can help with that. And so we'll definitely be touching on this one more. And in future weeks, we're going to go into some other modalities, resources. I truly believe in taking a holistic approach to our seniors' health. And I want them, it, it's not a one-size-shoe-fits-all. And we really need to customize care, customize how we do it, and doing, doing different little things that are going to bring forth a good quality of life for our elders. And on not just a good quality, but a high quality, one of dignity and one where they can age well and age healthy. And the bottom line is we're not doing enough. We, we are not in America doing everything we can truly do. We can do these little changes with the environment and feng shui and creating uh, facilities that implement these processes. There's actually coaches out there who can help before a facility is built, implement feng shui and the structure, how you place the doors, where you place the sinks, and just different things to keep the flow going. 
that uh, optimizes that health for our seniors. So I, I'm very passionate about all these different modalities, implementing what's best for the residents. And I just, I can't wait to keep sharing a little more uh, here and there with you guys and, and sharing these tidbits. So I hope that you guys have found it helpful. If you like this episode, please hit that subscribe button so that you can catch every single episode. I hope you guys all have a fantastic week. I am your host, Christina McConnell, your geriatric goddess.